Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 448, and it's a Han Solo podcast with me, the coach. And it's just our week 11 picks for college football. I also give a quick review of our week 10 picks. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at our Twitter and Instagram handle, at TalkGambling. If you want to major in the wager like the coach, Mickey Guns, Darth Wager, the Joker, AK-47, go to www.mybookieag, use that promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, at sign up, you get a 50% bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookieag. And all the picks, we only get, we, we don't only give them on the podcast. I also post them on the website, www.jeffreybelanger.com, usually about an hour before uh, kickoff. Um, and there's a Amazon banner ad there. Click on that Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book. I wrote a book, Cold Blood Red. And buy yourself something nice on Amazon with all those win-ins, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. I've also written two other books, not just Cold Blood Red, but also Fourth and Dead and Squeeze Play. You get them directly from my publisher, thewordverb.com. If you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. And now the quiz for you, the listeners. Now this one is a younger player. In fact, he was born after I graduated high school. I feel old. He was born in 1993, February 12, 1993. He's 27 years old. From Macon, Georgia, six foot four, two hundred sixty-nine pounds. He went to college at Kentucky. He was a first-round pick, twenty-second overall in the 2015 draft. There weren't a lot of number 48s to choose from. I had to go with a current person. He was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Went to University of Kentucky. He uh, had a little bit of a. It was a little. A little bit of an issue whether the Steelers would re-sign him after his rookie contract uh, contract ran out, but they they did get him. He's opposite of T.J. Watt, puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Last year he had his high in QB hits at 17 and sacks 11 and a half. He played 16 games last year. It is Bud Dupree. What's his real first name? I don't know what his real first name is. I don't know. Alvin. Alvin Bud Dupree Jr. There you go. So there you have it. There is the quiz. Hopefully you got that one right. I, you know, it would have been an easy one for guns, I think, in that one. All right, let's go to the review of last week, week 10 in college football. Oh, it's a review of our week 10 picks. It wasn't that bad, but we're still minus units on the season, so we get the clown music for our picks. The coach, that's me. I went 2-2. Two and two. My coach's clipboard was a loser, unfortunately. I've been picking well with my my coach's clipboard up to this point, uh, but unfortunately, that was a loser. My big pick was a winner with Arizona State, and I had two other games. I split with Illinois and Baylor, although Baylor did everything they could to blow that game. <laughs> they somehow covered. AK-47, who was on the schneid as well, he had a winning week. He went 3-2. and two. He won with Ohio State in the first half. He also won with Northwestern and with Clemson. He lost uh, with Iowa and Stanford. So that, let's uh, see. Uh, AK-47, I believe, is at 500 now in the year. No, he's 12 and 17, minus 6.7 units. And I am now 20 and 24, minus 6 units 
this is the worst we've done in college football of all the years we've done uh, picks here on the, on the uh, Gambling Chalk Talk podcast. My coach's clipboard is now seven and three, and my big pick is now six and four on the season. So those are at least winning your money. It's just all those other games that aren't doing so well for you. All right. So that's how we we stand going into week 11 of college football. And now for the coach's clipboard, pick of the week. Let me give you a little advice. There's three rules that I live by. Never get less than 12 hours sleep. Never play cards with a guy who's got the same first name as a city. And never go near a lady who's got a tattoo of a dagger on her body. Now you stick with that. Everything else is cream cheese. Great game there, Scotty. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach Finstock. We appreciate all your efforts. All right, my coach's clipboard pick of the week. It'll be better than this Wyoming pick I had last week. I can tell you that much. And I'm going to SMU at Tulsa. The line right now is SMU getting one and a half points on the road. This is a Saturday night, 7 o'clock game. This is an interesting line. SMU is a dog on the road. Now, Tulsa didn't have high expectations going into the year. Uh, They had no spring practices. They had a new coach. But they scared the heck out of Okie State in that open week of college football. Uh, The last game they played, they escaped East Carolina in a game they should have lost. In fact, there was an error that they didn't correct after the game. They they should have lost, but they, they get the win. SMU, on the other hand, they beat in weak sisters. They lost their best team on their schedule, Cincinnati, 13-42. to uh, Tulsa defense has very, been very good, but Shane Bouchel, that SMU offense, they're, they're going to do enough. And that SMU defense will not get tested versus the Golden Hurricanes QB, Zach Smith. I think the Mustangs will win by more than a TD in this one. This is my coach's clipboard. Tulsa has been overachieving all year. They've missed a lot of games because of uh, cancellations. SMU has played a lot more, and this is just reality setting in. Tulsa wasn't supposed to be that good coming into the year. SMU was. They have a very good quarterback, probably the best quarterback in the American Conference, and Shane Bouchel. I'm taking SMU as my coach's clipboard game of the week. Next one, the big pick. Yeah, a little brass bonanza. The big pick. Stayed above 500. Big win last week. Yeah, 6 and 4. I'm going down to Texas for this one. This is a Saturday, 4 o'clock game. Baylor, another one and a half spread. Baylor getting one and a half points at Texas Tech. Two teams with similar records. Baylor's 1 and 4. Tech is 2 and 5. They've not competed the same, though. Uh, Tech snuck by Houston Baptist. They upset West Virginia. All those other games that Texas Tech has played in have not been very good. Baylor was in the game with Texas, with TCU. They're right there with Iowa State. Uh, They've lost in double overtime to West Virginia. Dave Arnada, the first-year coach, former defensive coordinator of Wisconsin, has done a nice job considering they only have two returners on the defensive side of the ball. Baylor has their top two running backs out last week. They still did pretty well on the road against Iowa State. Backup QB Henry Kulubai, the Utah State transfer, has been playing for Tech. Utah State is where Matt Wells coached previously. So 
This guy, uh, Henry Kulabai, might be the starter uh, ongoing. Alan Bowman was supposed to be the starter. He's been just plagued with injuries since he got to Texas Tech. Um, he uh, collapsed along his freshman year, broken collarbone his sophomore year, hurt his ankle this year. And uh, this game, big rivalry game, believe it or not, Baylor and Texas Tech, even though they played in different conferences for the longest time, uh, this is a big rivalry. I think they played since the 1920s. Uh, they used to play in Dallas, Texas, Arlington, Texas area from 2009 to 2018. Uh, but they now been going back and forth to alternating home sites. This game is in uh, at Texas Tech. And I am taking Baylor. Getting one and a half points on the road. I, have, I think they'll win outright. I don't think we'll need that point and a half. I think they're a very good team. So that is my big pick for week 11. In college football. Now, I got some other games, and these other two I like a lot. They're just not throwing games. I actually like these games a lot. I like my college card this week. Here's game number three. Ooh, rattling Arizona State. Theme music. I'm not going to Arizona State. This game I like is in the East. It's going to be a Saturday, 7 o'clock game. It's Pitt, minus 6.5 at Georgia Tech. And I got all these all these lines are on Monday. I record this on a Monday night. And I like, again, last week I was looking at Pitt. I wanted to make sure Kenny Pickett could play. Uh, and he did. And he came up big as Pitt beat Florida State. Uh, even better, you know, is not only was Kenny Pickett back, but it looked like their defense was back against Florida State. Which Georgia Tech team shows up is a good question. They did knock off Florida State just like Pitt. Uh, they they knocked off Louisville, but they've been manhandled in all their losses. And this is still a team working through a scheme change, going from a run-heavy triple option team to now being more traditional. QB Jeff Sims of Georgia Tech turns all turns the ball over way too much. This could be a lower-scoring game, but I'm still going to take the favorite. I'm I'm not sure Georgia Georgia Tech scores in this one unless it's from the defensive side. Of the ball, they did have a fumble return TD versus Notre Dame. Uh, Pitt is really good against the run. It, it, the ball is going to be in Sims's hand to to really make that Georgia Tech offense go, and he just turns it over way too much. Uh, Pitt doesn't move the ball too well on the ground at, at all, and it's going to be up to Pickett to make plays. I think he'll make enough. I think Pitt wins by ten on the road over Georgia Tech. That's another. It's not my big pick. But it's a very solid pick. I'll just put it that way. It's, it's not just a throwing game there. All right. Pick number four. This is the ones I like. And then I'll go through the ones that I'm looking at more closely. I'll gather more stuff as the week goes on. Pick number four. It will not be Michigan. I can tell you that much. I did pick against Michigan last week. Taking Indiana. That was a solid, a solid play. Um, this game. I'm going to Miami. Uh, I'm not actually going to Miami. I'm taking Miami. They're going to Virginia Tech. Miami's catching two and a half. This is a Saturday game at noon. Uh, my, Miami's defense should be enough to slow down uh, Herdon Hooker, the Hokies, uh, run, Hokies, not the Hokies, uh, the Hokies running QB. Uh, and Khalil Herbert, their breakout running back, who's averaging over eight yards a carry for Virginia Tech. The Hurricanes' defensive line is very good. I've talked about Gregory Rousseau all year. That Hokie defense is giving up over a full yard more running per play and passing per play than Miami. The Hokies are barely outgaining their opponents on the season. 
Both these teams have played in close games all year long. Miami has only lost one. Since 2012 when this matchup, uh, this matchup has been decided by double digits every time but once. Last year, the Hokies as 14-point dogs upset Miami at home. I think the Hurricanes return the favor this year. They upset Virginia Tech at home. I, I would, you know, this is not the big pick, and that's just because Virginia Tech blew that game against Liberty. Oh, my God. They try to freeze the kicker. The kicker missed. The kicker gets blocked. They would have won the game, but there was a timeout called, and then Virginia Tech, they, it's basically a redo because they called timeout to freeze the kicker. The guy makes the next kick. Liberty goes on to win. Liberty with Hugh Freeze undefeated knocked off Virginia Tech last week. Miami will do it this week. Hey, if you want all these picks, they're at www.jeffreyblander.com. Go there. The picks are free. They post them an hour before game time. And uh, click on that Amazon banner. It looks like my book, Code Blood Red. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Some more picks. I got pick number five. Now, these are smaller plays and ones I'm just not uh, – they're not official picks. But I'm looking at them very closely. Just like I was looking very closely at Pitt last week, I'm looking closely at this one. And here's pick number five. But this one will not be one of my top four picks. This is not on my official card as of Monday night. Oh, that's not the Arizona State theme song. That's the Irish. Notre Dame. Big win against Clemson. And I'm fading them. I, I... I want to take BC, getting the 12 and a half points. BC, uh, new coach Jeff Hathley. This game is Saturday at 3.30. He has them playing well. They lost badly on the road to Vatek, but they hung around with one of the better ACC teams in, in North Carolina, and they gave Clemson a scare when they visited Chestnut Hill. This game is at Chestnut Hill. Uh, the normally run-heavy Eagles have struggled on the ground this year, just 3.1 yards per carry, and Notre Dame can shut down a rushing attack. They, they really took out Clemson's Etney last week, um, who was supposedly the best running back in, in college football. They, they really throttled him. The surprise this year for BC has been QB Phil Jerkovic. Uh, 15 TDs, four interceptions so far this year. Can you trust BC to hang around? Will their offense do enough to get a late store, score to cover? Notre Dame has let teams hang around all year. They're coming off a big win. They have a big matchup next week against North Carolina at North Carolina. I, I write notes on all these games, and my Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi kept cutting out, and my notes three times disappeared while prepping this game, knowing I wanted to take BC. BC. I'm taking that as a sign. That's why it's not on my official card. Right? might be a little superstitious, but if the, the Wi-Fi keeps cutting out your notes, I think maybe it might be telling me something. So I'm, I'm maybe a small play. Maybe a small play on BC. Maybe, maybe. All right, next game that may or may not get on the card. Saturday at noon, Army getting five and a half points at Tulane. Is it the Army system or the players that have them playing well? They might have to use their third-string quarterback, Cade Ballard. Jamal Jones, Christian Anderson have missed time with injuries. Army hasn't played in three weeks, so Ballard will definitely be prepared if he has to play. Uh, Tulane is also using backup uh, QB. Um, Michael Pratt and star running back uh, Ty J. Spears were lost after game two, ACL injury. Both teams have really beat up on the weak sisters, but Tulane's played tough 
versus SMU. That scares me a little bit. The D-line for the Green Wave is very good, but those linebackers better have the game of their life against this Army running attack. Uh, the Green Wave have won three straight, uh, but the home team has won only two of the last seven between Army and Tulane. I think this is a close game, a field goal either way. Give me Army getting five and a half points. I got two more games that I'm looking at a little bit more closely here. And uh, I'm going back, going back with a pick I took a couple weeks ago with Wake Forest. Well, I'm wondering, Wake Forest again? Took them against your boys at Syracuse. Oh, this is a Saturday noon game. I think this line should be much lower. But I actually like UNC. They're now laying 13. It was 12 when it opened up Sunday. It's all the way up to 13. And this matchup between Wake Forest and North Carolina, the home team generally wins. It covers. 5-0 since two, 2007, the home team against the spread. The Tar Heels have some firepower on offense. Samuel, Sam Howell, over 2,000 passing yards already, 17 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Senior Michael Carter, top running back in the ACC, playing very well, 7.3 yards a carry. Javante Williams has been just as good, 7.2 yards a carry. Both have over 100 attempts running the ball as well. Dayami Brown is averaging 18 yards of reception. UNC outgaining teams by 150 yards a game. Wake, on the other hand, is getting outgained by 30 yards a game on the season. The one weakness for UNC is their defensive line, but that Wake offensive line is one of the weaker units in ACC, so they're not going to be able to take advantage of, of uh, North Carolina's problems up front on the defense. Wake is 5-1 and one against the spread this year. This, this line seems a little bit too high. I was hoping to go in the other direction from 12 to maybe 10, but it looks like it's going the other way. This might be a game where I tease it to try to get under 7. Uh, this is a potential look-ahead spot for North Carolina as well, which scares me because they got Notre Dame coming in next week. But, you know, Wake Forest, part of that triangle with Duke, North Carolina. Um, so maybe they don't look ahead on this one. But this this game has teaser potential. Try to get it under that key number of seven um, if you can. All right, my last game, Battle of State Schools. All right, Battle of State Schools. We got Florida State at NC State, line seven, Saturday at 7.30. I'm taking the points of Florida State coming off that bad loss against Pitt. Uh, second week in a row, the Seminoles will, will feature uh, their backup QB. Uh, James Blackman was hurt, gave way to Jordan Travis. Travis got hurt. Blackman returned with an incompletion of pick, and freshman Chubba, Chubba Purdy uh, got the honor of getting harassed by that good pit defense uh, last week. And it looks like uh, he might go in this one again. Uh, he's a he's a freshman. Uh, he's supposed to be pretty good. So they're, they're building for the future at Florida State. Uh, Devin Leary has missed the last two games for NC State. And Bailey Hockman has been a little loose with the ball, throwing five picks for the Wolfpack. Seminoles are getting out game by a large margin as well as the Wolfpack. So they've, they've both both teams have not been very good this year. Third down defense of the Seminoles has been very bad. But on pure town alone, the Seminoles are better in every unit compared to NC State. Mike Norville in his first year from Memphis has had some rough games for Florida State. His team is struggling. But I'm taking the points on the road. And 
I, I just don't trust the Wolfpack. They're, I know they're usually better at home, but I'm going to go with Florida State in this one. So there you have it, folks. College Football Podcast Week 11, podcast episode 448. Be sure to go to www.mybookieag. You can major in a wager like Nikki Guns, myself, the coach, Darth Wager, the Joker, AK47. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookieag. And, uh, you know, if you want to buy, a, buy somebody a gift for Christmas... Buy one of my three books, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play, get directly from the publisher of thewordverb.com, Amazon Prime, Kindle, Select User, download to your favorite electronic reading device. And uh, we record tomorrow. On Tuesday, we record the NFL podcast. The Joker has a professional wrestler doing an intro for him and his picks. We just got to hope that the Joker remembers to call in the picks so we can use that. (laughs) So hope everybody has a great start to the work week. And as always, may the picks be with you.